We have a full car right now. Uh, Carco and Carne live at Wolfie's on Peterson Avenue on the far north side. Next to me, the <laughs> iconic, the super talented, the musical genius, the artistic genius, John Lankford. John freaking Lankford. He's a Waco. He's a Mekon. He's sitting right there. In the back seat, I have Nicole Bloomsmith. I also have Carmen Grizzlia. Yeah. Yes. Really good. Pretty Grizzlia. good. Uh, those two are starring in the brand new performance play musical Take Me that's opening at Straw Dog when? Uh, on today. The, yeah. Uh, May 20. Is May 20th. Official. Uh, the official opening May 20, but there's bits. They've already started doing it. Yeah, we've started I didn't previews. Know. Oh, crazy. We told you. Well, John Langford over there. I'm going to have we to talk to him. I want you to come and drink all the beer, John. Uh, John is a co creator of this, and he is the composer, naturally, of the music you hear in Take Me. And as a preview, if you want to get a sense of what you'll see at Straw Dog, I thought you would perform a song or two in the car from the show. This is. Probably yeah. the best way to prepare for a live performance is to do it in a Mazda. Yeah, Speaking especially of which, with the choreography. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Garkman Carnet is presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. Really, maybe 15 minutes from where we are right now. 1015 Chicago Avenue in between Maine and Dempster. The car we're in is straight off the lot at the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. Uh, love the service there. I love the cars. I've been driving around a Mazda CX-9 for the past couple months, really. Uh, the safety features, the sound, I feel... Like I'm driving in luxury when I'm behind the wheel of that. But go take a test drive. Autobahn Mazda of Evanston. It feels like a recording studio. Yeah, yeah. wait till you hear right? the acoustics. They all come like this, or do you customize Oh, they all do. Every car off the lot is like, a, is like a, yes, <laughs> outfitted with microphones, hard and drive a, And a guitar just, the, just sitting in. Oh, yeah, standard. They all come standard. You wouldn't believe the stuff you can get in a Mazda these days. Mm. Acoustic guitars, microphones. Rock stars. XLR cables, a Mekon. Yeah, whatever you need. <laughs> all right, are you all ready? Yeah. All right, so at some point we're going to eat, right? Sure. So, yeah. yeah. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van That was the deal, wasn't it? It was, it was the deal, but you have to sing for your supper. That was part yeah, of the deal. Okay. I was in a show once called Sing for Your Supper. It was about the WPA. All right. Yeah. Well, you're in a show now <laughs> called Take Me. <laughs> and before we learn about what it's all about and what, some general story points, why don't you play a song from it? John, why don't you explain what the song is? What This is the up. first song of the second act. And, I mean, Mark Garino had the idea for this one. We did a play together before me and Mark where he took my songs and made a play out of it. This one, he wrote a story, and then I had to write songs to fit his story. So this is uncharted territory for me. And um, he sent me a little paragraph saying what he wanted, and he wanted a song about somebody building, possibly, Shelley in the Hang on, I'm going to reach over here. So I'll make sure I'm picking mm. up. Somebody building a theme park to attract aliens. I believe that's what it's about. All right, and it has sort of—it's—it's it's got to be perfect. It's—it's it's, it's about making something that's wonderful and perfect and and fulfills a purpose. All right, and this song so, is called. So beautiful, words cannot describe. All right, here we go. We're live in a Mazda on Peterson. Gotta take this world apart and start again. Take. 
was fantastic <laughs> so john sounds you wrote better than a really. it, it does you wrote this song how does it feel like to have those two voices turned on that well it, i went i went the other day and they did an acapella version with not just uh, these two voices but about six or seven other people and they were they were there was actions that went with it as well and it was just amazing it was, i was blown away oh, i'm sure as a songwriter just seeing it yeah i mean it's always fabulous when other people cover your songs or record your songs but i knew I knew that was going to happen with this because it was written for these people to sing it, but what they actually did with it was way beyond the initial idea. And Nicole and Carmen, knowing that it's John Langford doing the songwriting, I'm sure you... And no pressure. Right, I, I, that was my question. There's you no feel, pressure. <laughs> There's I brought, I brought pressure. It was actually really exciting when it's you true. came and said, because yeah. I remember that night you came, it was like, uh, we weren't even in tech yet, but you came and I was like, I'm so glad you're here, we have no musicians tonight. And I felt kind yeah, of bad because I was like, you're night. not, and I, I'm, I'm so glad that no, you I loved that it. way. I loved it. <laughs> so how long ago, John, uh, you, you mentioned Marcarino, uh, you co-wrote this with him, put this together. How long ago were those seeds planted? Uh, we, well, we started, he had an idea and we didn't know where it was going to go or any, if anyone would be interested. So we decided to kind of, kind of like, kind of work out the first, kind of first few scenes and what the songs might be for that and then. We just talked a lot about the idea and, and what direction the songs might go in, and we we liked the idea of kind of popular radio ballads and stuff that might have been on the radio in the sort of fifties and early sixties. And I don't know, but that was that was kind of the vague 
conversation we had about it. But and, how long uh, ago was that? Was that a couple of years that's ago? That's like three years ago, I think. Okay. I mean, these things take a long time. Well, I'm sure. And you're also pulled into other creative directions. I am. In the meantime. Uh, so was there a lot of in-person working on this or was it done like over email or were you Skyping as you were working on this together? We did do like workshops at different times where we sort of went at it quite intently but I think most of the best songs were when Mark would say we need another song here that drives along the action of the play we got he wanted to use some songs of mine that you know that already already existed but we decided we would keep trying to make the songs rather than being interludes actually have more to do with the narrative so that was it was that a fun challenge for you yeah it's amazing i've never done anything like that before in my life normally i just write down anything that comes into my head right. and that's <laughs> it but mark you know would have a paragraph of of things references and things he wanted and then what where it fell in the play and what he wanted it to achieve and then i would sort of run off and scratch them in together and send it to him and he would say no that's rubbish and, and go again, back, it's go back oh, again. I really want to hear some of the stuff the that rubbish? rubbish. Yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some real have, rubbish. Can we have the outtakes at some point? <laughs> Tons of that. Uh, it is Take Me. It's at Straw Dog Theater, effective next week. And you can see them on stage, hear his yeah, music. Right. Uh, and you're going to do another song from yeah. Take Me. Oh, yeah. what are we doing? We are. Where you are. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> do you want to do the head of the pin one? Sure. I, I love looking at the, your lyrics here, too. I can't see him because the guitar's in the way. Want me to hold him up for you? The weird thing about this is that I don't know how the arrangements go in the uh, in the play, so I'm playing something. And I have I have different. This one has a great line because it says, "It seems a giant insect has taken your place." Oh, that's that old, yeah. Which I quite, I love that line. It was a good line. I love that line, but there's no giant insect in the play anymore, which I was quite. That was one of the songs. That is one of the songs that ended up on the cutting room floor. I have no use for this if there's no giant insect. I'm not going to the straw. And there was a song called Buzz, Buzz, Buzz that the giant insect sang as well, and that's gone. Forget it. I'm going to go see the Avengers movie once again. What the hell was wrong with the giant insect? I loved him. Is this the right key for this one? C? The universe I think so. Let's just, it end up in C. Let's, just, let's just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> the universe on the head of a pin Dancing through the next to nothing Enormity of everything here we have no sense of scale A microbe swallows a great blue whale We magnify what there's just more of the same Are you near oh, to no, me? No, sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm reading that and I was going to get to there. We, we, are we live on the... On the yeah, we're live. Facebook. Really? Are people watching this? You know, there's not a lot of people that are on Facebook. No, no one's Sorry. on Facebook. What's it called? Face. Yeah. Let's do the chorus. Here we go. You're keeping it real. <laughs> hey, I, I, I don't really Are you near to me? Or do you just appear to be? Zooming out. 
and cutting away. Hey, hey. Distance means nothing. The world is shrinking. You're close, but I can't touch you, darling. Enormity of everything. I was looking down a microscope, saw you tumble down a telescope, and now you're dancing on some other scale. Are you near to me, or do you just appear to be? Zooming out and cutting away. Hey, hey, now my wedding bells will ring. Chiming through the next to nothing enormity of everything. Distance is finite, but it's complicated. You're in my face, but you're so far away. Dancing away. Dancing away. Dancing away. Dancing away. Always away. Always away. Dancing away. That was so good. It wasn't. That was good. Sorry, no, they were great. I'm just. I didn't know. I don't know what the arrangement. I like that. That was. That was real. That was authentic. I'm singing quietly because I'm in a car. How's our levels? We don't want levels are fine. We don't want state police to be attracted to us in any way. Actually, we do. I think that'd be really interesting. Got pulled over. Yeah, that'd be fascinating. These songs are are gorgeous. And thank you. All I'm thinking as I'm watching you and listening to you play is. Yes, I want to see these songs live on stage. I do as well. Take me, uh, but also, like, I kind of want to hear them recorded too. There's a possibility of that at the moment. We're talking about trying to do that, but it's just this. This whole process is kind of amazing. I've seen what the actors are going through. I'm sure it's really intense. And then to sort of pull pull extra time out to get into a recording studio and do something before the show my car is open to you all. <laughs> we'll just do. We'll get whenever you want. There's a cast nine. Nine people? Can we fit many? I'll get the Mazda CX-9. I'll use the bigger car, the Mazda CX-9 from the Autobahn Mazda of Evanston, proud sponsors of Car Cone Carne. I bet they'd be happy to provide a whole fleet. A whole fleet. Maybe a Miata for some of the more petite performers. So now that we are dangerously close to the opening night, are you two just nonstop rehearsals, figuring stuff out? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And am I lucky to have you tonight? Well, because tonight is our night off. Unlucky. We we had two previews over the weekend. We had rehearsals during the day and then previews in the evening. So we pulled a couple of... And then the weekend before that was 22 hours of rehearsal. We did our 10 of 12 and our 12 of 12 for tech uh, rehearsal, which um, uh, normally you go through all... You know, you synthesize everything, get all the tech together... Uh, all the costumes, the lights, the the music, the sound, everybody in one room. You go through cue by cue, and you do the whole show and get it ready for what it's supposed to look like. And after 22 hours, we had made it through Act One. Oh my God! 
It's a very tech-heavy show. <laughs> well, I would imagine projectors based on the concept. Yeah, all, all the walls are screens. Fog yeah. machines. And there's projectors and coming in from all, every angle. We it's, have it's absolutely amazing, no no business reaching for this apple, but we. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great all, metaphor. All yeah. of our company hands outstretched and upward. And but it's not low-hanging fruit, is it? It's high-hanging <laughs> really. fruit. I mean, if you're going to carry it, it through. You know? yeah. so, so I John, get emails every day as well. I was, I was going to ask. Explaining me what's happened every day because I haven't been to all the years. I've been off on a road touring. And I get these emails that explain. And it's like, you know, the emails. Whoever has to write the emails describing what's happened every day is a genius because it's really intense and it goes over every point. <laughs> well, there is that 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I, I, they're fascinating reading, but I'm going, oh god, these poor people. What have we done to them? <laughs> well, as you're reading these and as you're kind of paying attention from afar, are you nervous? Like, as the creator, this is your your baby. Are you, what I'm trying to say is, are you worried about them fucking with what you created? No, I don't. That's the one thing we kind of agreed on early on that this was. I mean, I, I was quite happy for people to, with the two other plays I've been involved in, both two theatre companies, House Theatre and Walkabout Theatre, both did things where they took my took my songs and made them into something else. And I, I very early on in the process, I kind of just gave up and stuff. You know, it's like taking your children out into the woods and saying, "Go on." Go on now. Figure it out. You're seven years old. <laughs> Go run. That's what I did with mine. Uh, me too. I just <laughs> went over to Morton Grove, the Forest Preserve up there. Mine's yeah, they're still there. They're doing great. Yeah, mine stayed. <laughs> <laughs> but they're you know what I mean? It's like, it's like that. And I thought with this, I don't really, you know, I, no, I'm not going to, that would drive you bonkers. If you, but I don't yeah, even would. know. It's a, it's a thing that's, that's evolving as well. So I don't really, really even know. Which is kind of fun too, right? You, yeah. you, you gave him the seed, and now it's growing yeah, into I mean, something. It's an idea, and it's a set of ideas and a set of characters. But the story's actually it's changed considerably. It's evolved a lot, even just in the last week. It's changed. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to talk about your characters, your roles, and the, the greater scheme of Take Me. Uh, you had one more song, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's careful with that. That's doggy song. Do- we're not oh, doing doggy, doggy song. song. No, we're not doing doggy song. Should we try Mars? I don't know. What do you do with Mars? I, I, uh, I can't reveal. Do you sing it? No. I sing it. Travis. You sing it. Travis it's a Trav song. All right, but, but we only do the first verse and the last verse, yeah? Because I think the middle verse that I normally do is just, just a load of Welshness. In it. <laughs> a load of Welshness? Yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah. Do you want to sing it? Why don't, we, why don't we do a mashup? Yeah, and then you do your verse. And...
I sing the Welsh verse? To the fair down by the wreck Here the Avon fluid flows Shallow, mean and treacherous Won't let me down there on my own We're still hungry, we're still thirsty Though we're ripe and fit for bursting How did we let it go so far? Wasp is crawling on my leg, disappears inside my boot. Stars are white and no one knows forever as a moment. We're still waiting for a sting through everywhere and everything. Maybe we never get to That sounded really good. Having someone else sing it. Because I actually do that one live. Uh, Carmen, I loved your voice on that. Oh, thank you. He's actually a proper singer. Actually, a proper singer. Like, I'm watching him as you're performing, and he's got that effortless thing where those noises, those sounds, those tones just come out of his mouth. He doesn't even look like he's working back there. Much to the chagrin of my grade school teachers. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got your big load of Welshness right there in the middle. Which They've removed the big load of Welshness in the middle. That's all right. I think that's good. There's nothing about that that I, sounds oh, okay with me. You know what, though? I love that lyric, shallow, mean, and treacherous. That's a cool, cool line, dude. I went by there as well. It's a, it's a tributary of the Usk, and it's yeah. called the Avon Fluid. And it's just, it looks just like this little thing of water that you could just get in and walk across and have a lovely time and splash about in it. And loads of kids drowned in it when I was oh, a kid. My so God. my parents were really terrified of us going anywhere near it. It's really strange. I looked at it the other day and said, wow, it doesn't look, doesn't look like anything. It draws you in. Yeah, yeah, you go in. All right, why don't you, let's hit pause. Let's get your guitar safely tucked away because I want to ask you more questions. I want you to feel comfortable. Okay. And uh, maybe I feel like I need to stretch out a bit right, well, in your Mazda. After performing in a Mazda, you need to kind of <laughs> shake it off. Uh, so we're going to stop the Facebook Live here, but we're going to continue the podcast, which will be available later this week on carquincarney.com, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and so on. Wherever you get podcasts from, you'll find this one. Uh, in the meantime, think ahead starting next week through June 22nd. Uh, Take Me is at the Straw Dog Theater. They're in it. That is Nicole Blooms- Bloomsmith. That is Carmine. Carmine. Carmen. Griziola. Grizzlia. Grizzlia. Spelled like Good night, everybody. Stuck. Yeah. <laughs> and that, of course, is Juan Langford. Juan. <laughs> I'm terrible. Juan. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. No, no, Do you no, hate I, me now? Not at all. Okay. Because I enjoy you. Oh, thanks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, take me at the Straw Dog Theater. Uh, how cool was this? Oh, yeah. Super cool. Sell it. Hell yes. And uh, we'll continue. Thanks for watching. Tell a friend. Ah! Go see that at the Straw Dog Theater. No, no, Curry's moving. Carquin Carney, presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. I'm going to bring one every night. I was specifically looking for beer a couple (laughs) nights ago. I was like, let's have a beer. Yeah, you say that every night, and then you disappear. (laughs)
You're like the Cheshire beer well, mouse. The, you gotta catch me in the, in the right the window. <laughs> Is that a thing? You, Cheshire you get five beer minutes. A smile and a beer, beer and she's out. gone. Five minutes, no beer, bye. <laughs> so the funniest beer. thing. Uh, and John, I'm going to ask that you talk directly into the mic. Sorry. I know. I, I want to turn around and look at them too. But what about do this? Oh, oh yeah, there it is. Pro. That's, Hi. That's a front man right there. Is this there. your first time in a Mazda? <laughs> <laughs> I think it might it's be. First time I've sitting upright. I've done it in a Mazda a number of times. So I, I'm sitting here waiting for everyone to show up. <coughs> We're at Wolfie's in Peterson, California. I see. The two of them pull up and they kind of tuck themselves into the corner of the parking lot. Like they're really tentative about the whole thing. They stayed in their car for a while and I just kind of watched them. Then they nervously walked out toward the restaurant. We're, like, very me- we're actors. I'm like, I got to go out and Meek. say something. And, and I'm like, what if they're not actually who I think they are? This is going to be a really awkward conversation. I'm like, hi, are you here for the podcast? I think Carmen said something like, I'm not really sure what we're in for tonight. <laughs> we're just told to show up. When so should we you. tell them that we're not them? <laughs> right. We're imposters. Right. Uh, who have impossibly good singing voices for just being plucked at, at random. This is Chicago, man. It, it is. You can relate. Grab those guys. Let's see what they can sing. <laughs> all right. So for both of you in the back seat, we, we all kind of know John's history as a musician, as an artist. You can see his art as part of Take Me. But... Can you give me quick backgrounds on both of you and your acting history? Oh, man. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so awkward talking about myself. Uh, I'm a singer-songwriter. Sorry, I released uh, my debut album last year. It's called Find Me, which is me. very what? close to the, coincidence. Name uh-huh. of the play, but not the name of the play. Um, God, I've been acting f- forever. I went to the city about 10 years ago and just kind of never looked back i just love working in chicago the stages in chicago is it by and large a supportive community it's a supportive community it's a collaborative community it's it's really you're, you're working yeah, with people amazing. that are actually passionate about art and the message or the, that specific show that you're what you're trying to say they're actually really passionate about it and working with people that want to be generous and supportive on stage as well that's really that's one of my favorite things about chicago theater I think. yeah it's super cool the community is um is close and and supportive collaborative and it's all about you know listening creating safe space for each other to try new things um and like to, this show yeah like this <laughs> yeah. Show. oh boy this yeah. is weird because what you're describing is what I felt like when I first came, when I first moved to Chicago. What that was my next question. It was like, it was really like that. I was suddenly pushed into all these different directions and invited to do all these amazing things. Yeah. And I was kind of on the brink of, I was like 32 or something and felt like it was time to retire, you know, and I was probably not going to be in a band anymore. I didn't know what I was going to do, but yeah, the community of musicians. And then, and then since then I've, I've, I've got, you know, a couple of uh, other plays I was involved in. I've, I've got to meet a lot of the actors and actresses and directors and tech people in town, and it's it is a really incredible community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, when I started, uh, well, I started performing when I was I don't know, eleven years old or something, probably about forty years ago, and um, been doing it basically my whole life. I studied theater uh, in college, and but was never, I, I never considered myself a musician. Um, and I never had any particular training as a musician, but 
being just being around this community and there's a lot of overlap between the the musician community and the actor community sure. and we often collaborate and every time that I've had the opportunity every time that I that I break into that that layer of musicians around Chicago they're always so generous and you know I say well I don't really know anything about you know playing whatever I play a little bit of harmonica or whatever and they say well let's do this and they just start jamming and you know, next thing you know, everybody's yeah. playing together, and they're they're pushing you. They know you can do stuff. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they're so. As soon as they found out I can play violin, they tried to make me play violin for everything, and right? I was like, guys. <laughs> the artist community in Chicago is really like a bunch of puppy dogs. They just want to play. <laughs> yeah, is pretty much that's amazing. All, yeah, all that it is. It's more about that than you know, than maybe like that desperate need to then who's succeed. The, yeah, exactly. You know? Like who's it who's feels the, like it's not as competitive as other scenes might be. You know. So I mean, it, I grew up with a punk rock scene in England, and that was kind of harsh, you know. So, again, the elevator pitch. Space aliens, a missing son, an amusement park. Sold. And what what and more do you want out does of here? Does it, did anyone mention true story? Uh, explain that. Based on it, yeah. It's right? based on a true story of someone that Mark Garino kind of knew of, who uh, had some real tragedies in his life and then became obsessed with the idea of aliens talking to him and decided to try and build a theme park to, I think, to attract the aliens, to make oh, them man. come, come and right. land. Nearly got and it. started building. Yeah, nearly got it built, too. And one, one thing I forgot <laughs> to ask, uh, both of you, uh, the characters you play in Take Me. I play Shelly. Shelly plays the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think play the guy. Um... It's one of the first things I said to Andy a couple of years ago when he was talking about the play. I was like, "That sounds so cool, but don't you think it should be a woman?" I was, I, I was it you that changed it. <laughs> and since she has, because it was a guy when it started. Yeah, it was well, a guy. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, I think it's much better that it's a woman's. Yeah, it's a, it's, I it's mean, really, yeah. it's really cool. And well, and so being that we're both company members, mm-hmm. like if we had gone with it as a guy in the first place, then probably I would be playing that part, and then I wouldn't be able to play <laughs> Travis. Like I'm playing now, which is way yeah, better. Travis Sorry, be your part sucks. I get to My cry part a lot. is it's awesome. <laughs> it's a blast. <laughs> I feel great when I get done with the show. I play Travis I just Cooper. Release all the demons, man. Intergalactic space explorer and three-time country music award finalist. That's fantastic. Yeah. In fact, I heard after there was a Q and A after the couple of previews that we did, and I was told, "Oh my gosh, there was someone in the." Q&A session that said they just thought you were incredible and he said this lovely thing and I was like oh that's so nice and then he said and they said that Carm was their favorite and I was like but wait I was incredible so how can I not be the fave you are my you're my favorite you're my favorite the voice of an angel seriously well as both of you the earlier I mean John you were listening to that I mean those harmonies were fantastic no it's awesome for me to you know hear my songs sung like that all right, so again, Take Me at the Straw Dog Theater. Uh, it opens on the 20th, correct? I'm we open terrible on the 20th. Anderson Lauffer's our director. He was the kind of the visionary behind getting everybody together, I believe, and mm-hmm. you know, keeping it going all these years. I'm trying to think of who else we should. Well, and the way you're describing this, this is a there's very There's a talking dog production. in it. There's a talking dog? There's a talking yeah. dog. There's, do- yeah. there's talking several. dogs. <laughs> we have several talking dogs. Yeah, I was going to say a talking dog. There's like, like, there's like five talking dogs. This, the, the beauty yeah. of this show is the way that it really dances around the idea of reality <laughs> and, you know, what 
what is fantasy, what is reality, where is the where is that line between them? And, and one of my favorite phrases I've gotten as direction is, uh, "This is where you have some manic confidence." Manic <laughs> confidence. Yes. So is that, I love that. Though. We've got like talking that. dogs and manic confidence <laughs> and hallucinations and space. And beautiful music. And space aliens mm-hmm. and uh, space cowboys oh, and very beautiful projectors visuals. and very, fog and yeah, amazing awesome visuals. music. This sounds very ambitious. This sounds very cool. This sounds exciting. I can't thank you enough for jumping in the car and talking about it and performing. My experience of theater is they do it, and then it goes on for a few weeks. Then they just tear it all down, and there's no record of it. It's just gone. And it's not. So I really want to get in the studio and record the songs. Yes, please do. I'm also going to film it on my cell phone as well. Please do. All right. So everybody, we will see your see your performance. Cannot wait. Uh, this preview tonight's been fantastic. Really excited for this. Thank you for thank you so much for having for bringing yeah, your thanks, talent James. into this In your little car. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Thank you, everybody. Thank thanks. you. Thank you, Wolfies. Thank you. Give me <laughs> yeah. Parking lot. Mazda. Ironically, we're, we've been sitting in their parking lot for the past hour, and we haven't actually got food. Uh, Carco and Carne, presented by the Autobahn Mazda of Evanston. Thank you for listening. <laughs>